What do you say? What do you say? What do you do? Uh, you know who this is. It's your least favorite, isolated, irate, antisocial, average, wannabe ripper, lone wolf surfer. And when I say average, I mean average. I'm talking your standard pack of Oscar Mayer wieners. Just a little bit better than the Vienna sausage. What's going on, lone wolf surf pack? This is season three, episode 10 of the Lone Wolf Surfer Podcast. I'm your host, Survivor Matt, coming to you semi-live from the Mobile Command Center. Yes, I am Mobile Command Centering it again because I have contractors removing the popcorn ceiling in my apartment here in Honolulu, and I'm staying with my friend Francis for about a week, and it sucks feeling displaced and not having my uh, having to burden other people and not having um, just my very own place, my own home that I can go to right now. So, yeah, I feel a little houseless, homeless, a little displaced right now. Kind of sucks. But anyway, let's just get into some surf session talk here. Session number nineteen took place on July sixth. Hold on, is that accurate? July sixth, Wednesday at Diamond Head. No surprise. As you can see, I'm a creature of habit. Kind of like when I was in Southern California. I mean, towards the what that last year that I was living there, it was like Bolsa Chica and churches slash trestles down South Camp Pendleton. Those were pretty much my two breaks that I felt most comfortable at. I like the access. I could deal with the crowd, and it was just fun, kind waves. So, yeah, Wednesday was literally, well, for me, it's my Sunday because Thursdays are my Mondays at work. So by Wednesday, I had already adjusted to having to vacate my apartment. And I pretty much spent the previous days just getting all that prepared and getting all that ready and and having to move my stuff to Francis's house. So on Wednesday, I actually had some breathing room. Unfortunately, Francis could not join me because he had to uh, drop off the kids, pick up the kids from school, and do some stuff around the house. So I kind of cruised with him until maybe about, God, what time was it? I want to say it was maybe like maybe like 9 o'clock or something like that. Then I was finally like, all right, I'll check you later. And then I just kind of cruised off, dipped out, grabbed the, uh, the 511 Catch Surf RNF. Because my friend Jay and his wife Hyanna and their son Miles are also in town. And I had the board in case he wanted to use it. But not only that, I don't think that there was much surf on tap. Diamond Head, I think, I feel like that wave favors a good mid-length. If you got, I mean, obviously if you have a long board, you're going to catch a lot of waves. But if you're a short boarder and you just want to get in a little bit easier and catch more waves, definitely a mid-length. And as a matter of fact, I'm rethinking... I'm rethinking my board quiver, and I think a mid-length would be really fun. I think I'm, I'm totally down for mid-length at this stage of my surfing. But, yeah, man, just, you know, despite the, I guess, some level of depression and not having access to my, my apartment, it felt good to just have a day, day off and not, nothing to do, you know, no real errands. To drive to Diamond Head, 
all the way from Kapolei. Score parking right there on the, right by the donkey trail. Like that last part of the cliff, the highest part where you can pretty much park that's facing the ocean. And it's what you would expect on, what's that, on a midday or late morning on a Wednesday in Honolulu. It's like a lot of people were at work, which is great. Pulled up, took a look down at the ocean and saw, yeah, it was onshore, it was crumbly. And at first I didn't even think there was anybody out. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't want to be out there by myself. Literally, if if there were only maybe two people out i would have been like nah i don't think i'm gonna do this today a little sketchy but as i kind of peered down there a little bit more i saw maybe like mm, maybe like six people total kind of all spread out and i was like okay i feel a little more comfortable went ahead and changed rash guard board shorts i gotta tell you it's pretty much what i moved here for no wetsuit grab the board sun blocked up Head my ass down the donkey trail. Paddled out. Water. The water, you know, you don't need a wetsuit here, but the water always feels a little chilly right when you enter. And then after maybe five minutes, you know, you get fully acclimated. And after that, you don't even think about the temperature of the water. Like, you're good to go. Might invest in the wetsuit jacket. I know I've said that before. But long paddles here. Long paddles here. Long paddle out. Made it out. Kind of sat around not on but just kind of near like the little pack that was there and what could i say i mean once you're on the top of of the of the lookout the scenic it's pretty much a scenic lookout because a lot of people go there just to check out the surf it looked really mediocre but once you're down there i mean there are little you know there are there were three to four foot sets occasionally popping up and and breaking further on the outside and, and some inside waves that were kind of working too so the surf was actually decent that's what i love about this place too it could be on shore and it could still be pretty fun kind of like churches any anytime you have like a reef break you know there's always potential but i feel like a blown out diamond head always has from what i can tell always has waves always has waves and it's always a plus not having to put on a wetsuit but you know did i rip did did i get any good turns i mean i don't even think that it was necessarily about that i was just happy to be i mean i was on the foamy anyway but i was just happy to catch waves i was out there for almost two hours my i did start to feel it with my shoulder and something different is happening with my body as i get older like i start to cramp underneath my ribs underneath my bottom ribs kind of i guess where it meets my abdomen that area starts to get really crampy like on the duck dives i don't know if it's because i'm I'm babying my shoulder and i'm putting more of that stress on my core versus versus my shoulder that different muscles are being used at that's what i'm blaming it on hopefully it's nothing serious um crowd wise everyone was cool there was a guy with a longboard getting the best waves but there was enough to go around there he he had a buddy out there who was on the short board and he did not have enough board to get in the waves. I mean, these sets would pop up and he was still ripping it, but he missed a lot of waves just because he just didn't have enough volume. Like he would try to paddle into it, into the waves and then the waves would pass him and then he'd slap the top of the wave in frustration. Uh, there was a couple other uncles. Just keeping it simple. Hi, how's it? You know, 
missing waves, little commentary, oh, almost. Or us motioning for a wave that didn't break, you know, little stuff like that. Since I wear, ear, wear earplugs, it's kind of hard to really converse with people. So I try to keep the chit chat small because anytime somebody actually engages in conversation, I just, I can't hear them and I got to take my earplugs off and out. And it's just, it's just a pain in the ass. I guess I have all the mainland gear, right? Less people wear rash guards out here, but I like to wear it. Protect the skin, UV. It's free sunblock, that's the way I look at it. And my ears, I gotta start taking care of my ears. I think uh, just a lot of that era when I wasn't using, using earplugs and when I was surfing consistently, I don't think that really helped my ears. And they got big old sinus pockets where I just trap a lot of water in my head. So oh, I always wear the earplugs. Do not go paddle out without them. But it was it was fun. It was fun. I mean, I, I literally left waves on the table. I could have stayed out, but it's all good. I just you know, what at about almost a two-hour mark, I caught one in. Walked up the donkey trail. There's a guy coming down. And he was like, "How was it?" And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Better than it looks." He goes, "Yeah, it looks kind of crummy." And I was like, oh, "You know, keep the faith, man." That's all I could say. Got back up, changed. Other people were watching it. They'd shut off their truck, turn the truck back on, and then they'd dig out and leave. <laughs> uh, I guess I don't blame them, but it was fun. Changed, head to 7-Eleven, grabbed two Masubis, and I just had that post-surf high. That's the closest thing I can get to a natural high. I feel like natural high natural highs you can get them in different ways I'll, I'll never forget my friend Claude got married and I gave a speech at his wedding on his behalf telling the world his world how much of an awesome guy he is even though they already knew but that felt good like the speech as nervous as I was it went off well and that was like a natural high for me or when like I was in the master's program and I had to read, you know, some stories in front of like a large audience and the stories that went well and I had everybody hanging on every word like that, that's like a natural high. And I feel like surfing also gives me that natural post-surf high, post-surf glaze, that surf afterburn where you're just cruising, you're looking around. For me, it was just a beautiful thing, driving away from Diamond Head, driving through Kaimuki, looking up in the hills seeing all the houses up on the hills way up high and then the mountains and the clouds and the greenery and then getting on the freeway and then even seeing the skyline of Waikiki I haven't really touched Waikiki since I moved here but despite my current challenges I still feel grateful to live in Hawaii afterwards I went to the park my favorite calisthenic park here on on the military base and same thing just the scenery the clouds the trees the cherry blossoms you know I, I am suffering right now and my life isn't complete especially without my wife but man I am lucky to live in Hawaii and I you know I'm glad we're here but damn it I cannot wait to get back in my apartment so that being said uh when's my next surf session I'm expecting maybe uh, Monday will be my Saturday. So, and Francis will be off. Hopefully I can surf with him. 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I would definitely like to surf if I can. But we'll we'll see. Hopefully, I'll have an update for you guys on Monday. Hopefully, the popcorn ceiling guys they get done. They do the air quality test. Hoping Monday evening I can move my ass back in my apartment. And um, after that, I got to set up the next work for the guy the guy to repair and float and paint the ceiling and do all that stuff. Okay, that was 12 minutes. Why it feels like it was a lot longer. But I'm about to go in the commissary, grab my sandwich for lunch probably marinate a little bit and then um try to head over to work and hopefully have a good day at work where i don't physically kill myself or my back but that's all i got so just remember hey next time you're in the water and you're surfing you're catching a ton of waves you're having a good good old time you look to your left or your right and you see that guy or girl who hasn't really caught anything hey spread the aloha turn to that person say hey next one's yours And if and only if that person shows confusion, apprehension, fear, has no idea what he or she is doing, completely misses the wave, and then after that you got the green light to go ahead and do what you got to do. That's all I got. It's your man, Survivor Matt, Lone Wolf Surfer Podcast. I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.